Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. Today really challenged me, but not in the way that you'd expect. I think it's going to challenge you too. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Justin, the online pastor here at the church, and thank you again for taking the time to go through knowing God with us this year. April 17th kicks off a couple days where we're talking through the word propitiation. We're kind of looking at it from different angles. And, you know, specifically, we hear propitiation a lot in reference to Jesus. First John talks about it. You know, Jesus is the propitiation for our sins, not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole world. Now, this is a really big deal because this is what we needed. As sinners, we needed something to um, satisfy the wrath of God. In in the only person that could do that was the person of Jesus, the perfect person of Jesus, the, the Lamb of God. It shares this story, and I'm not going to give the whole thing away, but it shares a story in the opening segment of April 17th. And this is like, this is like, if you're a nerd like me, when it comes to like old war stuff, or you're just a Brad Pitt fan, which I kind of am, kind of not, but it all depends on the movie. Fight Club, it was pretty good if you were there on Easter, obviously. Um, Eric referenced Fight Club, which is great that I get to reference it on the podcast. It references a story about the taking of Helen of Troy, and specifically Agamemnon, who was just the, the big warlord of Greece. He was a bad guy, by the way, by you know all um, specific terms, he was the bad guy. And he was traveling to go to war with the Trojans, and lo and behold, um, there was a big storm happening. Big storm. Water everywhere, boats were sinking, as chaotic as you can imagine. And he sent for and this is just this is so wild because they're worshiping false pagan gods. He sent home for his daughter and then ceremoniously slaughtered her as a sacrifice to the false pagan gods of the sea that he thought was causing this this calamity on, on the ocean. And when you hear that story, your gut probably sinks. You know, I'm, I'm a father of a daughter. My gut sinks. Like, I couldn't imagine hurting my own daughter, let, let alone hurting, you know, anyone, obviously. Let's just, let's just put that in context. I just couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine that. I couldn't imagine just you know, taking someone and just sacrificing them. I couldn't imagine sacrificing them thinking, well, this will solve the problem. You know, the best way to solve the problem is this. You know, here's the convicting thing to me. I look at a guy like Agamemnon, who sacrifices his own daughter, and I think to myself, how gross is that? What a, what a bad guy. What a sinner. And then it hits me immediately how happy I am that his sin is so much worse than mine. And that's when it hits me. And when I said at the very beginning of the podcast that, that I was really challenged by this, because that's, that's when it hit me. You read that and you think, I would never do that. I would never do that. Well, there, But there's a lot of things I probably would do, but I would never do that. Because guess what? His stuff, his stuff's way worse than my stuff. Now, that's what I want to focus on. And I want to take a jump over to the Old Testament, 2 Samuel chapter 12. Now, if you know this, if you know where I'm going with this, then you're going to love this because you you know the punchline's coming. And if you know don't know where I'm going with this, then saddle up for the ride. So this is what it says. Chapter 12, verse 1. So the Lord sent Nathan to David 
when he arrived, he said to him, and then he, he recounts this story. You know, there's a poor man, there's a rich man, and the poor man has just this one, um, this one goat, and the rich man has all this stuff, all these animals, all this money, and the rich man had a traveler, but the rich man didn't want to give up any of the stuff he had, so he went and took the one goat, you know, the one animal from his poor neighbor. They loved this animal. They grew up with this animal. They treated this small little lamb like a member of the family. And the rich man took this sweet, poor, you know, sweet little family raised, you know, animal and took it from the poor family, slaughtered it, and and fed it for his guests. When David heard this, this is uh, verse five. When David heard this, he was infuriated and he said to Nathan, listen, as, as, as sure you know, as the Lord lives, the man who did this deserves to die. You know, fast forward to verse 7. This is so good. So good. And Nathan replied to David, you are the man. You are the man. This is what the Lord God of Israel said. And then he goes on, like, I anointed you king of Israel. I rescued you from Saul. I did all these great things. But man, when it came down to it, and now I'm paraphrasing, obviously, when it came down to it, you took Uriah's wife, you killed Uriah, sent him to the front lines, you took Bathsheba as your wife, and guess what? You might think the rich man killing the goat, you know, the lamb was a big deal. You, David, you are the man. The story is about you. You're the rich man who took from the poor man. Your sin is not any less or any greater than his. And that is the moment when it hits you, right? Agamemnon, bad guy, not a good guy. But guess what? We have sin. Man, we have problems. We have problems. You know, can, can we be honest for a second? You're sitting there, I don't know where you are, in your car, or you're going on a run right now, and that you do not want to hear this. This is not fun. This is not warm and fuzzy. This is not like, you know, let's sing a worship song to my sin because, you know, you know, check out my search history, look at my thought life. Well, you know, look at the business deal I'm doing that kind of, you know, I'm kind of painting around the edges. No one really knows, but but you know because you have, you have character, you know what you're doing, you know what sin looks like. And like even as simple as the kids stuff, right? Like, you know, sin is knowing the right thing to do and doing the opposite. I tell that to my, my son all the time. Six years old, wild kid. Teaching him right from wrong is very difficult. Teaching him that his sin is no less or greater than anyone else's. And that while some stuff might be more obvious, you can point to it and say, well, man, that, that guy, he's going to, to jail for murder. You know, obviously that's really bad. Yeah, that is really bad. But you know what? Jesus died for you and your sins. And right now at six years old, your sins is lying to mom and dad about where you got the candy. Well, you know, lying about candy isn't as bad as murdering someone. Yeah, that, hey, that's, that's true. Okay, I get that. I get that. But you're a sinner and Jesus died for you. Because you make mistakes. You are not here to throw stones at other people. You are not here to say, oh my God, I just can't believe Agamemnon would do that to his own daughter. Well, yeah. Yeah, Agamemnon's doing some pretty bad things to his own family. But but maybe you're a workaholic and you think that providing for your family is equal to being there with your family. Ooh, gosh, that really, that, that stings a little. You know, man, I can't believe Agamemnon would do that to, to his own family. Yeah, that that's really terrible that he did that to his own family. You know, but you've been keeping you've been keeping secrets from your your spouse. And 
and you know the secret you're keeping, you're keeping it because it, it exposes a little bit of, of how you're not perfect. And so you're doing it maliciously. And you're actually putting a wedge in your own marriage. That's sin. Hmm. You, here's, here's why it hit me, everyone. Because it's so easy to point to someone else and say, look what they're doing, look, but look at them. You know, Jesus died for me, but it was probably a lot easier for him to die for me than some of these other people. And if that is our takeaway, we are missing the power of the gospel. We are missing the high-level brokenness of our own souls. We're missing why we need a Savior. We're missing why we need a God's wrath to be satisfied with, with, with an offering that is a perfect lamb. We are missing the need for that when we start to play the comparison game of sin. Listen, do, get out of that game. If you have sin, confess it. Man, I wish David would have confessed his sin when he had the chance. Uriah was right there. I wish he would have said, Uriah, I really screwed up. I'm your king and I made a mistake and I'm so sorry. I wish that's the path he would have taken, but he did not. And David had Nathan and maybe you have this podcast. Maybe you are the one listening who's saying, gosh, I think my Monday is going to be a little different than it was going to be. I think I'm going to make a change. Get into God's word. Learn something. Read something. Let it, let it permeate your soul and allow yourself to walk away different because of it. If we are not doing that, then we are missing the power of it. God's word was not written for us to just read and enjoy on a TV show and say, well, that's great. Go back to my normal life. We have this gift of God's word so that we can take it, we can learn from it, and we can do something a little different. Do not be that person. Do not be the person that says, well, you know, their sin's pretty bad. My, you know, I'm not that bad. And, and then someone, you know, eventually walks up and says, no, no, you are that person. Don't let that be your story. Thanks for tuning in. I hope this helps you as you continue on your path, on your journey to be more like Christ. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.